Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. At Limitless, we believe you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we're here to help you make that happen by bringing you high-vibe educational episodes from myself and leaders in the fields of meditation, personal development, and conscious business practices. We're here to provide you, the beauty professional, with mindful tools and support for an enriched career in life. So plug in and tune out the outside world and let's go on this journey together. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. I hope you all are enjoying this December season and taking it easy, taking care of yourselves, giving yourself a little bit of downtime. Today I have on special guest Brittany Carmichael. She is a trailblazing light worker, psychic medium, hairstylist, and empowerment coach for female entrepreneurs. Britt teaches people how to shine from the inside and break free of the limiting beliefs that hold them back from tapping into their creativity and confidently trusting their intuition so that they can live their lives with intention. In this episode, Brittany shares her tips on self-love, how to manifest the things that you're desiring, how to use oracle cards versus tarot cards, and her journey from being a hairdresser to a light worker, and how she combines the two of those to live the life that she's always dreamt of. So plug in and tune out and enjoy this episode with Brittany Carmichael. Welcome, Britt, to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Thanks for being here today. I'm so excited to connect. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is so exciting. We've we've been connecting through, you know, these interwebs for a while now, so it's cool to see you in kind of real life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here. It's such a blessing. So I it's crazy the internet is allowing all of us to connect to recognize that we're not alone on this journey. So I'm so excited to see another woo-woo hairdresser doing beautiful work and shining their light. Yeah, for sure. And we were just talking about how the internet is such a blessing and sometimes it's, it can be a little frustrating because I'm doing all of this over the internet. And so if you hear a little crackling or like a little wah, 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 it's just because this is a very powerful episode and, uh, keep with us if it's cracking up a little bit. Um, the internet is, uh, you know, it's a long ways away, but here we are bringing us together. So Um, Britt, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your journey? You're a hairdresser, you work in a salon, but you also do a lot of other really amazing things. So why don't you share with us what that looks like for you? Yeah, thank you so much. So I grew up in a small country town in Texas called Farmersville, and it was really so it was so country and podunk like I just to paint the picture so try like imagining being this rainbow sparkly unicorn growing up in like a cornfield so I always <laughs> felt like alone and I wouldn't fit in and I always beat to my own drum like I always followed that intuitive voice and I thought everyone else was doing the same but it turns out a lot of people have shut that off but my intuition led me to beauty um, age 19. My mom was a hairdresser and she begged me not to go to beauty school. She said, you're so smart. You have to go to college. I said, mom, I'm so smart. I'm not going to college. So I decided to follow what I was, I find myself like when Christina Aguilera, genie in a bottle came out, like cutting my hair off by myself with my mom's razor in the bathroom because she didn't know how to make it like do cool layers. So I ended up just experimenting on, I think that 
really shows like my own courageous like tenacity to just try it and to go for it and not let fear hold you back from like following that inner voice. And so I started doing my hair, started doing my friend's hair and uh, I need to be passionate about creating beauty through the art of hair and underneath it all I realized that it's like empowering women was the thing that I really wanted to do because I needed to be empowered and my mom believed in me of course but I just you know you have to do it for yourself it's called self-love and so I went to beauty school I ended up having to pay for it on my own um I worked three jobs I hips in the bathroom, uh, you know, styling <laughs> hair and things like that. <laughs> um, and after like 12 years behind the chair and listening to women, I've just realized that so many women don't want to know what they're passionate about. Two, they don't love themselves. And three, they, if they do meet one and two, they, um, get stuck with fear and like not having the courage intuitive voice or step outside their comfort zone and so I started asking questions to all of my clients like what are you passionate about what what's your biggest fear like what would happen what's the worst that could happen and after listening women spill their guts you know as hairdressers we mm -hmm. offer therapy <laughs> yeah and I, I just started taking notes and the notes led me to this transformative journey of um, me going on a discovery journey of going, well, why don't I love myself or why am I overweight or, you know, uh, just doing self-reflection, realizing that the women in my chair weren't just talking about themselves, but I could relate to their own pains and struggle. I had to start asking myself those questions and it led me to create my online course, Shine School, to teach women to learn to love themselves and to unleash their unique sparkle magic and find Follow that intuitive voice after their wild and crazy dreams because they are possible, but it takes a mindset and a belief um, in yourself. And so many women overgive and nurture other people and never take the time doing it for themselves. So I decided to take that upon myself and take the lessons that I needed uh, to learn to discover who I am, to overcome past pain and trauma, for do forgiveness work, and um, uncover like deeper love my soul like I had no idea like almost dying on a mountain in 2012 led me to see a psychic who told me oh. I had the gift and I should buy tarot cards I was like I know I have some kind of weird thing and told me to come here <laughs> what's the deal with that so I bought some tarot cards and um, that was it. I just, that was the one, like the last seven years, that's the one practice that I never skip. I'll skip my yoga practice and I'll skip my meditation, but that's like the one self-care self tool that has been a go-to for me. That's really given me a language for connecting to my inner voice so that when she's speaking to me, I know the difference between, you know, what my inner calling me, you know, towards to go after my dreams and step outside my comfort zone. And I know the difference between my inner mean girl when she's saying, you're fat, you're not good enough, you're never going to make it. And um, knowing the difference between the two has been the um, gift has given me uh, to uncover like that language. She's always speaking to us and most people hear, but they don't take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. It's like you're listening to it, but denying it or um, resisting it to stay in that like comfort zone of the negative self-talk. It's a lot yeah. easier to stay in that than to combat it and reprogram yourself to to have self-love. So 
Um, so tarot was your first thing. I'm not into tarot. I've never even really done it. A lot of my friends have done it and stuff. So why don't you tell us a little bit about like, what does that look like for you as a daily practice? Yeah. Excellent. So it, the first, I had a client come into the salon and this was many, many years ago. And she said, I'm Buddhist. I'm like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, talking about and pendulums and all kinds of um, metaphysical things. And I've always been fascinated by hocus pocus and witches. And I'm like, okay, tell me more, you know, so something piqued my interest. And I believe that really began this like inward journey of self-discovery and like, what else is there? And repeating numbers started happening. So I've really dabbled in just about everything you could imagine in the woo-woo world. But like I said, the one thing that I just keep coming tarot and and it started with that lady suggesting like buy yourself some tarot cards she gave me one piece of advice and it was like not a good piece of advice to someone who's new and has no clue what tarot is she said don't sleep with the tower and the devil together under your pillow (laughs) I'm like what the hell lady like I I don't know about all this so I was a little hesitant at first because like everyone who's like what what is that But if I could just break it down, simple tarot, each card represents a different aspect that we go through, our personality, our emotions, um, different experiences that our soul needs to experience to transform, right, to experience and will. And enlightenment in a short term is awareness on all levels. You're aware of your darkness, you're aware of your light, and you're aware of the oneness that we all are connected. Um, So started with uh it was it was a brutal practice because there's 78 cards to memorize and every piece of um color symbology number everything has a meaning to it so it wasn't just like oh pick a card and this means a lot of studying and i don't know why i stuck with it it just it was one of those things that i just was so drawn to and curious by and every time i would pull a card i'm like that's how i feel right now i don't understand and then there would be the same card over and over again. I'm like, okay, out of 78, I'm not good at math because I do color and sparkles here, but that's <laughs> like a pretty crazy probability, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what this is about. And so this led me to pulling a card every day. So I really practice as I wake up and I say, what good can I do today? I shuffle the cards. I wait for one to pop up and then I flip it over and then I just sit with it. And I, uh, now knowing the meanings of myself to go in meditation and and uncover like well how does this relate into my life and where is this emerging from and a lot of the times I find that the cards maybe even reflect someone that I'm going to coach that day or someone that I come like oh this card represents like what she's going through maybe I can give her advice because I'm aware this is her situation right now and so um it's taken many years I've been reading for seven years since lifetimes um and and going practice. And I think that's something that I love about it. Just the challenge, you know, of constantly being a a new learner, you know, discovering, Mm -hmm. um, there's always something to discover in hair, but after 13 doing hair, it's, you know, like you start to get bored and look for different areas, which I'm sure you've experienced that, like picking Mm -hmm. up a yoga practice or, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to find like, what are other avenues in which I can like gain and skill and learn new things. And it funny enough, you can apply those into your hair business and it, it's a part of learning that you would never expect. Um, 
like you didn't, I didn't go to beauty school and they said, Hey, have you ever an Oracle or a tarot card for your clients while they're processing? <laughs> no one has ever said that. Yeah. So, um, you know, like developing my own practice in my own life and in different areas that I didn't think I would bring to the step sharing with clients, you know, Hey, I'm learning about angels and spirit guides and past life regressions and, and tarot, you want me to pull a card for you? And everyone seemed to be pretty receptive to it. Just a conversation in the salon, which was really fun. And, um, so yeah, I like to pull cards, uh, while people are processing. I did for many years in the beginning. And when I went back to go see that psychic, just to see, like, do I know the hell I'm doing here? I need to check in with myself. And she said to me, she said, if you don't start charging for those readings, the angels aren't going to give you any more information. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's really interesting. And so, um, just there, we have to put a view on our service and our worth. And, um, I had pulled enough cards for people where I'm like, the, so accurate, like both of us are kind of shocked. So, I started charging and that led to my entire online business of, um, I was coaching women behind the chair naturally. Um, and I'd always been a leader and someone to go after their dreams and build their own businesses. I had, I exchanging aluminum canes when I was six years old for cash because, <laughs> you know, one, I wanted to make the trailer park pretty. <laughs> and two, I heard we could make some cash like for, you know, turning in aluminum and, so I've always desired to just create things, anything, business, beauty, like whatever. And so um, I wanted to create a new business for myself and, and reach more women because one person behind the chair at a time isn't going to wake up and like go after our dreams and conquer fear and like b- love ourselves most importantly. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between oracle and tarot because i know that you're launching your oracle deck which i'm so excited about it's beautiful so can you share with everyone who's listening um who's curious about this or maybe incorporating what's the difference between tarot and oracle and when would you use one or the other yeah such a great question all the why I've created a video on it, but to keep it short and simple, Oracle is super simple. I like to describe it as a pull and play. You can literally pull a card and you can read it and you know exactly what it, you are beautiful. <laughs> or um, let's see, one of one of the ones from my uh, card is breathe in bliss, exhale bullshit. And there's a guidebook that comes along with it to go into deeper explanation of how but the difference between tarot and oracle like i said before tarot is a very structured set system of 78 cards where each number each color every piece of symbolism matters to the meaning behind the card so i would study and have to understand what it represents it's not something to be left up to the imagination mm-hmm. um whereas oracle you could have an oracle deck on butterflies for transformation or messages made or for example mine is shine from the inside and it's about self-love and empowerment because i wanted to take all of the lessons that i created in shine school and put them into woo-woo fashion because all about both so i wanted to be able to marry my love for 
using Oracle and using some kind of divination tool so that you have that confirmation when you pull that card and intuitively you're like, yeah, I am going to stop self and you see that on the card. It, it just gives you a little bit more confidence to trust yourself. And so that's really why I like the use of um, cards and why I created an Oracle deck to build confidence in women so that when they did pull and they already intuitively knew where they were like, oh, I knew that that's helping them build their intuition and confidence and trust in, the, in, in themselves. And if we can have women confidently trusting themselves and taking courageous action, we needed to do and why we came here, you know, to spread the love and the light. I love it. So whenever you're using these in the salon, how do you decide if you're going to use Tarot or if you're going to use Oracle? Or is that something like a consultation or a conversation you have with your client? Or is it something you just intuitively decide? Yeah. Well, it's a little bit of both in that I intuitively decide what I feel like I want to read from. I never, to the client, if they're coming to me, they're lacking clarity. So we're not going to give them any decisions to make in that moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, And then the other uh, part of that is like, what deck is available? Like, which one is in my, that day? The times I give them away, like if someone's interested in them and they're like, oh, wow, this means like this meant a lot to me. Um, I recently had the Gabby Bernstein, um, the universe has back Oracle in the salon. And someone said to me that there was a homeless lady that sat outside her violin shop and always pulled tarot cards for herself. And she said, you know, I really think that this deck would give her more like comforting messages that she could really take, take, take it to her. She says it's her birthday today. I'm like, Oh my God, if I had two, I would say take two, but just, you know, so I am constantly giving them away. Just, you know, if someone's interested, then that there's a reason for that. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's not something that I think Tarot calls to everyone and that's totally fine. And it's not to be judged. It's not to be, I, Chris's grandmother tells me I'm going to hell all the time, but I'm like, do you know, I'm like way more connected to like God or spirit or the universe or whatever you want to call it like I'm more loving and peaceful than I ever have been in my life Mm -hmm. so um for anyone to judge it I always say people that judge tarot they only judge it because they don't know what Mm -hmm. it is they're not aware that it just represents personality and you know what one of those judgy personalities is represented in that card by number 20 okay you know what I'm saying like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like it's a part of just um, overcoming and to integrate all of the different aspects of our personality. And when we can do that, that's when I think when we live like in a holistic, um, harmonious state with ourselves. And then we can conduct ourselves with other people and not let this affect, you know, our own trip. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it, it can be, especially you live in Texas. I don't know what like oh. the culture is like. <laughs> yes, girl. It, <laughs> I'm going to hell. And all the things. Yeah, coming out of the closet in Texas as a psychic medium. It's uh, it, And that takes courage. And, and one, of the, one of the ladies, like one of the mentors that I had when I was going through this like awakening process said to me, you're here to birth courage and peace. And I understand what she means now. It takes courage to be yourself in a world full of uh, people saying to be like this, or if you're not good enough, if you're not like that. And that's mentality. And so many people are subscribed to it and it's not their fault. And that's why I think I'm here to kind of just speak up and say, Hey, you know, like you're lovable exactly the way you are. Um, And that's enough. Like, like, for example, 
I was wanting to manifest bigger opportunities for spreading my message after I realized like I can't just share one person behind the chair at a time. And I had a lady come into the salon who worked for Good Morning Taxi invited me to be on the show. And I was really nervous before the show. I had done all the hypnosis meditation with my husband. He's a hypnotist. So we did all these like mindset exercises where I went through it and I styled perfectly the right words. You know, I, I was mentally prepared, but as I got to the station, my body started producing all this extra energy, which is excitement. But at the moment I was calling them nerves and mm-hmm. I looked at my husband and I was like, Oh my God. Like, um, he's like, babe, you were born for this. I'm like, I know, but like, I don't get it. I'm freaking out. Give me some advice. And he said, just be yourself. And I said, but that's too easy. And he said, I know that's all you have to do. And that was a turning point for me where I was like, oh, we're trying to make it hard on ourselves. If we just show up and we be who we authentically are, that is inspiring and uh, empowering to other people. Not only do you inspire them to be more of them, they're like, oh, she's being weird as fuck and I can do that too. Like, great. <laughs> and then you... And- you empower them because you show them like I'm doing it and I'm actually like having a good time and the world is responding well and going they're happening. Like uh, creating an Oracle deck was a dream a couple years ago and it's about to be birthed, you know, like everything that we've created in our lives from hairdressing to, to the podcast created all the things like these are ideas and uh, like everything you see every physical thing this computer was an idea someone had but they had the courage to follow through on that idea even Mm -hmm. if it didn't make sense even if I'm just following through on these crazy ideas that I have and um you know just love and life and I want to let people know that it really can be that simple sure there's going to be haters but who can, my advice is if they don't know your middle name, then their opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it's been my philosophy since I was young and it's been working. Uh, so far, of course, there's so many different techniques and things that, you know, you might overcome to build our confidence, especially as empaths. I teach a lot of um, energy protection techniques, um, especially for women working in the chair as a healer. People, I mean, you know, offering Reiki during the shampoo you can't help but coach because you're like "Mm, I see where your um, negative self-talk is let's see if we can shine a light on that you know we're always giving our energy and our love to our clients so we have to protect ourselves I always come home and take like a shower and set the intention that I'm clearing away all the energy that I got picked that got picked up from the day and I call my energy back because you know your clients like plug in and they're like give it to me Mm -hmm. I mean that's they're paying you for it too so you give it to them and you give it to them and you give it to them but you've got to refill and for me water um helps you access higher states of consciousness so i feel like it's so healing it allows the aura to retreat itself and like refresh i don't always wash my hair because girl you know this is a lot of hair it takes a lot it takes some work <laughs> so i just but I make sure that I get in and I at least wash my body, wash my face because, you know, washing your face is a really symbolic ritual for people to cleanse away. If you do one on one work with people or you're face to face with a lot of people, you go into conferences with a lot of people. That's a really good way to cleanse your energy and like wipe away that stress from the day. But it starts with the, uh, these physical rituals, but the intention behind it is really what matters. So. Um, I don't think we're taught enough to release or how to protect our energy and let go. So I'm yeah. always trying to 
people on our ships, like, hey, beings, <laughs> we got to do some energy techniques to, um, to, I mean, we charge our cell phones religiously, so mm-hmm. why don't we charge ourselves religiously? Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's such a simple ritual to do. Like, we all have access to being, a, most of us have access to taking a shower um, and just our thoughts by setting an intention, like showering this away. Like it's very simple. And like you said earlier, sometimes we just make things so difficult. (laughs) We're like, I don't have time for rituals. I don't have time for self-care. It's like something as simple as that does the trick, you know? Um, What are some other things that you do? Cause this is, I'm interested in hearing about like your process. What are some other rituals that you do like daily or weekly or monthly? I know you have your, um, full moon gatherings, which are amazing. Um, That's something you do monthly, but what are some other things that you kind of do that are really consistent in your life and are helping you to stay on this path of growth? Um, You're growing your business at a rapid rate. Your your self-development and self-love is growing at such a fast rate. What are some of the other things that you're, you're up to? Yeah, such a great question. I mean, honestly, at this point, I feel like every um, moment is a ritual for me because I'm aware that this is a gift. Well, my mom had a stroke that paralyzed her and she couldn't talk. And that's really what inspired this entire process of t- taking care of ourselves. Um, and when I asked her mom, why did you have a stroke? She learned how to talk and she was really a miracle. Um, And she said, because everybody needed something from me. And that's when I started going on that self-reflective journey. Like, oh shit, my clients need something from me. My husband needs something from me. I'm always needing something from me. Like it's all, it's like all the time. So the, the number one thing, it's like literally the first lesson in shine school, um, is to reclaim your calendar. We all have the same 24 hours And if we're not in a way that is productive and balanced and nurtures us and allows us time for creativity and fun, then we're never going to um, grow at these rapid rates like you talk about um, because we're not imbalanced. So the thing for me is I like to look at my life. I could tell you that I wake up every day and I read tarot and I meditate and most of the time I do yoga and some gym, like, and I spend time with my dog and my husband, and I don't start work until 12, and I stop at six. Like, I'm very strict about things. I could tell you all of these things, but I think the most important thing here is really understanding that you, you have to prioritize your life. And if you're not prioritizing fun, playfulness, self care, intimacy, things that you put on the back burner, things that are, um, well, I don't have time for that working, then you're not going to feel balanced. And so Mm -hmm. I like to look at my life as like buckets. And if any of my buckets are out of balance, I focus my energy on, oh, me and my husband haven't been spending a lot of time is usually not the case with everything together. So that's a different, okay, let's pick a different category. Okay, I've been skipping yoga, right? Why have I been skipping yoga? Let's focus a little bit of time and energy. So my rituals change based on what what bucket in my life right now? Is it spending time with my friends? Is it just spending time with me doing nothing? Is it doing self-care rituals like taking a bath or orgasming or um, like facial favorite things like this on the self that's like the self-care pampering situation but <laughs> it's something that we like lack in doing and I don't have to go anywhere or even pay a bunch of people I 
use like a, like a what is that mud that that mud mask you know bennonite yeah. clay and that's it i mean it's like get it on amazon for like 15 bucks and that to me is the most sacred self-care ritual we can give ourselves is presence it's really about like are you being present in all those moments of that 24-hour period so that's my tangent on that <laughs> but orgasm that's a big <laughs> yeah I love oh. that probably we're all lacking that a little bit um I love that the bucket putting bucket putting in buckets that's so smart because really to to get into this thought process of okay I've got it all figured out I'm going to do this every morning I'm going to do this I mean our lives are constantly shifting and changing and things come up and life situations happen it's like it's unrealistic to stick to a rigid um totally like commitment every single day (laughs) I've found that the hard way because I'm so hard on myself I'm like I didn't do my thing now everything's wrong and yeah, everything's going to feel wrong if you have the mentality that it's that you're bad for missing it or it's not going to work out because you missed it. So I love that. Like, look at where your buckets are for the day and what can I do? What little things can I do? Maybe sometimes it's a big plethora of things and you're going to just do everything. And then other days it's like, I'm going to drop a few in here. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And that I think that's the most important thing to know that we are ever-changing beings things are always moving and you can't account for crisis especially if you have children you know like shoot like their lives totally impact your routine Uh, Chris and I don't have children so we we're able a little bit more uh, uh, we have a little bit more freedom in the fact that we're not being like oh shit so and so sick we got to go pick them up from school now that's changing my work day or you know so looking mom like fucking hats off to you like honestly because it takes so much effort and I don't think people realize that especially like single working moms like mm-hmm. oh my god yeah I don't it just I've been thinking this lately like it takes so much effort and that's how self-care can get pushed at the back burner because there is so much that is happening but I find that just like with my mom's stroke and my own personal experience and airplane will tell you put your oxygen mask on first. Like you have to take Mm -hmm. care of you first. And that's why I suggest like reclaim your schedule and look at your life. And yes, it's going to change on a day-to-day basis. Everyone has intentional minutes. Like everyone could take five, like right when you first wake up, like what's the first thing you do? I breathe. And I'm like, I'm alive. I'm here. Like what, what a blessing this is. So many people get into response mode. And I just think that we need to give ourselves more time and space to just be. And that's where we can receive the intuitive guidance on like, well, what is that next step? What is my purpose? Like, brings me joy. What lights me up? But if we're busy rushing to the next to do, we're going to miss the most important part of life. And that's like the presence of enjoying each moment, not to like get to an end goal. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, thank you for coming on here today. This has been awesome. Um, is there yeah. anything you want to leave everybody with a message or yeah. something? Yeah. Just trust the prompt and love where you're at right now. You know, when I first, and I'm sure you can relate when I first started yoga, like you look at these like super yogis now with like Instagram and you're like, I can't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's not what yoga is. Like I mentioned, it's not about getting to the end goal. It's about the journey and the presence that you bring to it. And so it's, there are t- like, there's going to be hard parts. It's going to suck. And it's okay. So many of us 
needs to be perfect. Or so many people feel like if I don't do it perfect, then I'm a failure. And I, I just think that it's, I think it's time to give ourselves permission to like do and do it messy and love and embrace every second. Like don't wait to love yourself when you lose that 10 pounds, like love yourself Mm -hmm. now. And those 10 pounds will start to come off so much easier. Yeah. So true. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Britt. And I will link all of Britt's ways you can connect with her and follow her on Instagram and check out her website. She has so many really cool things to offer for hairdressers and non-hairdressers. So thank you so much for all that you do. You're amazing and beautiful inside and out. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. It's so wonderful to actually get to connect with people that you do meet on Instagram and find out that they even support you too, creating a space for us to connect. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. All right. I will talk to you soon and have a wonderful day.